As a small business owner, have you ever felt overwhelmed by the pressure of choosing the right hire or leading a team? Or have you ever found yourself tolerating a bad hire because you fear trying and failing again as you repeat the hiring process? If so, you're not alone and you are in the right place. Welcome to the Growing Your Team podcast. The Growing Your Team podcast teaches business owners like you to expand your unique business by teaching you to master the hiring and team management process. Hiring and managing a team does not have to be a challenge. You just have to learn to do it right. And the Growing Your Team podcast teaches you how to become a confident leader who hires right every single time. Now, let's jump into the show where each episode, you will learn tips on how to identify what type of help you need on your team, how to source amazing candidates, how to conduct interviews that lead you to your idea team member, how to onboard successfully, and how to lead every person in your business so you have a team of rock stars who you are happy to pay every single paycheck. So let's jump in and teach you how to hire like a pro. Hello, Jamie Van Kuyk here, and welcome back to the Growing Your Team podcast. Today, I'm going to answer one of the common questions I get from a lot of my clients, and that is, when going through the hiring process, who do I need to communicate to that they're not moving forward? And when should I send this communication? All right, so let's talk about the first question here. Who should you communicate to that they're not moving forward in a process? So this could be you received their application, but you're not moving them to an interview, or that they did a first round interview, you're not moving them to the second round, or they completed all rounds of the interviews, but they're not getting the job. My first rule is... If you communicated personally with the candidate throughout the process, so that means you sent them an email, you requested things from them, you gave them a phone call, you interviewed them, anything that there was that communication between you and them throughout the process, you need to communicate to them if they're not selected to move forward to the next round of the process or if they're not getting the position. You don't want to be the one that drops the ball on the communication, leaving that candidate going, well, am I moving forward? What's going on? Am I being ghosted? Because remember, you don't want to be ghosted by candidates, so don't ghost candidates either. I know, I know, sometimes we like to avoid confrontation, so we sometimes we might think, well, if I don't say anything, they'll just assume, and we don't want to do that. We don't want to put any assumptions out there. We don't want to be the business that ghosts candidates and doesn't let them know their status in the process. So once again, if you talk to a candidate at all during the process, whether that's an email sent directly to that person, whether it's a phone call, whether it's an interview or any other method of communication that went from you to that individual, you need to communicate when they are not moving forward. So then that brings the thing of, this is the follow-up question I always get, is about what about candidates that apply 
I don't have any communication, direct communication with them, but they applied to the job. Should I communicate to them to let them know that I reviewed their resume, but I am not selecting them for the interview? And this is one of those areas where it goes into, it depends. A lot of the systems that you will use to collect resumes, whether it's an Indeed or LinkedIn or anything else that's maybe more niche specific, a lot of them have built in tools and responses that if you reject a candidate, it automatically notifies that candidate, typically after a certain period of time. So that way, if you reject a candidate, but you change your mind, you can change your mind before that rejection email goes out. It's a standardized template. It just comes from the platform itself. It lets them know that they were not selected. So if you're using a platform like that, that has that built-in response tool, you don't have to worry about it. Communication is going out to them that they were not selected. The question then becomes, what about a candidate that applies through a different method where there is not that system-generated rejection email going out? This could be someone personally submit their resume to you, or it could be that they submitted their resume to you through a platform that doesn't have that automated response. Some of the smaller niche platforms, they don't have that automated response, or they inform candidates that to apply, they actually email you directly with their resume and cover letter or whatever it is that you requested. So there is no keeping track of the candidates in a system. When this happens, this is one of those areas where I say, you get to make the call. If it's only a few candidates, I think it's nice to let candidates know that you've at least received their application and that they're either not moving forward or that you received their application just as a confirmation you're sending them this communication, that you received their application and you'll reach out to them if you decide to schedule an interview. Something that lets that candidate know that you are aware that they applied. That can be nice. However, I have worked with clients where they post a job and they get 200 applications and maybe there's only 10 of them they're going to bring for that first round interview. That means there's 190 people that they're not inviting to that first round interview. And 190 people can be a lot of people to connect with, to send notifications to, to let them know that they weren't selected for even that first round. And that's why I'm going to say it depends. If it's going to be overwhelming to send out that communication to let candidates know that you received their application, you reviewed it, but you're not selecting them for an interview, don't worry about it. If you can send out that communication because there's only a few, do it. Especially you will find that no matter how great your job posting is, you will have candidates apply that you will sit there and say, did they even read the job posting? And with that, you might feel like, why should I take my time and effort to communicate to them when they didn't even bother reading the job posting? So once again, would it be nice to communicate to everyone? Yes. But if you don't have the time to do it based on the number of applications you received, don't worry about it. And just remember that some of the tools, some of the job boards you will use 
have things built in so you don't have to worry about sending it. The system automatically does it for you as you keep track of your candidates and their status in the system. But once again, I just want to reiterate, if you had communication with the candidate, any type of communication, send them a rejection email. So then that brings us to the second question. When should you send this out? My word of advice here is if this is a candidate that went through an interview, you should wrap up that interview at the end by saying, you will hear from me when and give them a date. And once you give them that date, you need to communicate to them by that date. Now, of course, if something happens and you need more time, communicate that you need more time. But if you've made your decision that you are not moving forward with this candidate, you need to let that candidate know. When it comes to reviewing applications or things like that earlier on the process, so you're going to communicate to candidates and you've maybe had that some communication, but you're just not moving them forward to an interview, I would say 24 to 48 hours from making your decision. If you can get those emails out right away, great, but 28 to 48 hours, so about two business days maximum after making your decision, communicate with the candidates. The faster you can communicate with candidates, the faster they know what's going on with their job search. On the business side, to us, it seems like days are flying by when we're trying to hire. I barely had time for that. I could only fit so many interviews in on this date. You know, our time is precious. On the candidate side, three days can seem like an eternity. So communicate timely. And like I said, when you go into your interviews, if you communicate that they'll hear from you by a certain date, stick to that date. It doesn't mean that you can't communicate to them sooner, but make sure that date is the maximum, that they will hear something from you. And if you don't communicate a date, have it be 24 to 48 hours, so up to two business days after you make your decision that you are sending that communication. Because once again, this is going to make candidates feel that they are aware of what's going on in their job search. You know, are they still uh, consideration for this opening? You know, they don't. You don't want people to get their hopes up on something that they're not going to get. You also don't want candidates to feel like you are ghosting them because that is not a good thing to feel. Communication updates is important to make candidates feel valued during the process. All right, so there you go. Those are some quick things on you know who you should be sending these emails to and kind of when you should be sending them. If you now have the question of, great, but what do I include in these emails? Because do I tell them why? Do I not? How much detail should I include? I don't know. I don't want to open up a can of worms that I don't need to. What should I say? And if that's where you're sitting right now, you're in luck because I just released email templates for the hiring process. This document that you can purchase has over 10 email templates that I use and that I provide to all my clients so they can effectively 
effectively communicate to candidates throughout the hiring process. This includes how do you request interviews? How do you tell people they're not moving on to the next round? How do you tell someone they didn't get the position after going through multiple rounds of interviews? And so these templates, and there's different scenarios where you'll use each one of them, help you communicate to candidates with ease. So you're not sitting there wondering, what do I say? How do I say this? And everything, when all you want to do is communicate to them and be respectful. So if you would like to get your hands on these templates, head on over to growingyourteam.com shop and get these templates plus other templates and resources that will help you throughout the hiring process. So once again, head on over to growingyourteam.com shop and get your hands on the email templates for the hiring process.